Hi, thank you for listening to this message brought to you by First Baptist Church. Here at FBC, it's our mission to lead people into a growing relationship with Jesus Christ, and we hope that this message helps you continue to grow in your faith. This audio is property of First Baptist Church, but feel free to give away copies of this message in the hopes that others will be impacted by what they hear. For more information about FBC, or if you want to stay connected with us, visit our website at fbclloyd.ca or look us up on Facebook and Instagram. Thanks, and enjoy the latest from FBC. Good morning, everyone. What an awesome morning. Um, So cool. I don't know that we've ever done this before. I can't recall. Maybe we have, and I'm just getting to that point where I don't recall as much. (laughs) But I don't know that we've ever done um, baptisms and then communion together and child dedication as well. That's kind of the trifecta of things that we do as a church. And so what a cool, cool day. Um, In the first service... I was doing some of the baptisms there, and, and uh, then I had to run in these last two songs and get changed. And it's funny what goes through your head. I was happy that I'd started jogging again lately, because um, I would have been winded, and I was thinking to myself, I was bad enough as it was. I didn't know what I would have done if I hadn't been doing a bit of exercise. I would have been up here panting and gasping for breath for the first five minutes. Anyways, um, don't have to worry about that this time, so that's awesome. I... Um, we're in, we're in a, an anomaly, like I say, with this service, and, and so what that means is we've got an abbreviated message, message time. So I just want to say right from the very beginning, Merry Christmas. You don't have to deal with me for nearly as long today. That's awesome. Also, um, it was interesting because as we were planning the services coming into this season, we, we were finishing Titus last week, and then we're going to be starting a new series next week called our Christmas Playlist, and we're going to be looking at some different messages there um, from scripture, different songs, if you will, Um, uh, Mary's song, and um, Zechariah's song, and then the angel song, and and finally Simeon's song on Christmas Eve, and so that's going to be such a cool series, so I'm looking forward to that, but we were in this space in between, and so I was praying about what God wanted me to talk about today for a a one-off and an abbreviated session at that, and and, um, it was interesting because I just kept coming back to it seemed like he just kept impressing upon me these conversations that I've been having of late with people um, out and about and um, uh, you know just as I've been in different places and doing some different things uh, I've had these conversations where people seem to be just you know a little bit more stress a little bit more pressure tension in their world um, anxious about things things like crop left sitting out in the field and wondering if they're going to be able to get that off or how that's going to work or if they're looking at next spring and, and all the parameters and things that go with that and, and others that have been trying to sort of wrap their head around the election and, and where things are at politically in our country, in our province and, and the apprehensions that they have about what's going on there now and where that's all leading and, and not leading and, and so on and and then others with health concerns and others that are dealing with relationship issues and so on. And, and so God had me reflecting on that and he kept impressing upon me, speak to that, Doug, speak to that. And um, at first you think to yourself, well, how do I speak to that? How do I begin to speak to that? 
But fortunately, uh, not that long ago, I was going through the book of Psalms, and I've been studying that and, and doing a little bit more in-depth uh, of, of a look at it. And as a part of that, of course, I came across Psalm 121, and it just came to mind as I was thinking about to this morning. And so this morning, what I want to do in this, these few moments is take a look um, briefly, quickly, at Psalm 121. So if you have your Bibles with you, by all means, grab them and Throw, it op- throw them open to Psalm 121. If you want to use a pew Bible, that's uh, available right in front of you in the pews. It'll be on the screen, or you can, by all means, use your phone. We'll go. Let's read that together. Psalm 121. I lift up my eyes to the mountains. Where does my help come from? My help comes from the Lord the maker of heaven and earth. He will not let your foot slip. He who watches over you will not slumber. Indeed, he who watches over Israel will neither slumber nor sleep. The Lord watches over you. The Lord is your shade at your right hand. The sun will not harm you by day, nor the moon by night. The Lord will keep you from all harm. He will watch over your life. The Lord will watch over your coming and going, both now and forevermore. Let's pray. Father, this morning as we come to you, we say thank you for this time. Thank you for this time where we've been able to witness baptism and your life-changing power in individual lives. Lord, at the same time, we've seen child dedication. We thank you for that, the gift that that is. Lord, we've also had opportunity to hear how you're working in Katrina's life, how you've been guiding and directing her and how you're using her for your kingdom's sake. And Lord, this morning, we had asked now that you would come and that you would work in us corporately, individually, but as a group as well, as a whole body, that you would speak to us about the things that we are navigating in our lives. Lord, I pray especially for those that are here this morning that might be apprehensive or anxious on some level on account of something that they're dealing with in their world, something that, that they're finding difficult, a challenge, a difficulty, a danger. God, would you again speak to us today? Draw us close. Help us to grow in our faith in you. And Lord, I ask this now by way of your Son, Jesus Christ, and I pray these things in His name and for His sake alone. Amen. Alright, Psalm 121 is a psalm for pilgrims going up to Jerusalem. And as a part of that journey from so many places around in the surrounding area, they would have to go through hills. They would have to go through mountains as they were. And so the psalmist begins there. And he says, I lift up my eyes to the mountains. And as he says that, it's unclear at this point as to whether the mountain represents a challenge or a danger in his world. Was he worried about something that might happen on the journey through those mountains? Or does he see the mountains as David did earlier in other Psalms where he saw them as a refuge from the difficulties and the dangers that he was facing in his world. So we're not sure exactly. 
But I would ask this this morning. Where are you today? As you lift up your eyes to your world, the world that you are experiencing right now, day by day, are you anxious about some issues or dangers that you see ahead of you? Are you concerned? Are you worried? Do you see financial issues looming in front of you like mountains? Or are you facing challenges maybe in a relationship that seem insurmountable? Like that you'll never be able to get over them? Or is there something today perhaps in your world that has you wanting to run for cover? Where you just want to escape from a danger that you sense in your life? Has you looking for a place of safety? Maybe it's been a diagnosis. Or maybe it is just all this political unrest and upheaval that we see around us today that has you feeling a certain sense of doom and despair and leaves you wanting to escape. In light of the problems the psalmist was facing, whatever they might have been, he does something that initially, I think, as we read this psalm, it seems instinctive. He asks the question, where does my help come from? And it's what we do, isn't it? As we encounter challenges, we start to look for help. But I would suggest to you this morning that what the psalmist is doing here is more than just a simple reaction to his circumstances. I think that what he's doing is very intentional. As he thinks about, as he contemplates his problems, he stops. And for a moment, he asks this question by means of taking stock of things in his life. Where does my help come from? So often, as we face fears or trouble in our world, we react, don't we? We quickly begin to respond to what it is that's challenging us, the danger that we sense. Sometimes we even panic. Where can I find some help? How am I going to address this issue? And we begin to look around us for relief. Well, how about the government? Are they going to get that pipeline built? They better get that pipeline built. Don't they know what is going on with me right now? Don't they know what I have riding on this? How about, how about those rail cars? Are they going to get them back to work? Are they going to initiate some back to work legislation and get those cars moving again? Don't they understand how that is impacting me today? Government, are you going to help? 
Maybe we look around, we have a, an issue in our lives, we're looking for help, and we look to our bank accounts. Honey, where's the statements? What's in our RSP? Am I going to be able to weather this? How long do I have? If I start and adjust now, how long can I weather this storm? What does my bank account offer me today for protection from what I'm going through? Maybe as we're navigating issues, we look to mom and dad. Well, this is a problem. What am I going to do? Maybe mom and dad can help. I'm going to go and talk to them. And as we see these problems, as we understand these challenges in our world, we are off just so quickly scrambling in the first direction that would seem logical and likely to offer help. And before we know it, we're on that trail. We're busy chasing after those things, that sense of relief. The psalmist, though, however, does something maybe much more practical, thoughtful, and helpful. He stops and he focuses himself. Where does my help come from? And in verse 2, we hear his answer loud and clear. My help comes from the Lord. More specifically, he adds, my help comes from the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth. Now I think that that second part of that verse is not so much a clarification as it is an an acknowledgement by the psalmist or a reminder to himself of just whom this God is. He is the maker of heaven and earth. Sometimes it is good to remind ourselves of just whom our God is. Even for those of us that have known Him and walked with Him for years, so often we have this tendency to whittle Him down to our size. We acknowledge Him even. We pray, Lord, You know this challenge. Help me with this challenge. Amen. And no sooner have we uttered the Amen than we're off again in search of our own relief. Relying on ourselves perhaps to solve this problem, to get over this hump, to get through this issue. And in so doing, we marginalize our God and diminish Him as we give Him token acknowledgement and then go back to focusing ourselves on the issue in an attempt to solve it on our own. It's good for us today to be reminded of who our God is. He is the Maker of heaven and earth. Which is to say, this morning, our God is bigger than our problems. 
He's bigger than the challenges that we are facing. Our problems, our challenges, the issues of this world are subject to Him. Not Him being subject to them. And that makes a world of difference. He is above them. He is over them. He is the one that influences and impacts them. They do not impact or influence Him. This morning we need to remember there is nothing out of our God's scope. Verse 3. The psalmist continues. He will not let your foot slip. He who watches over you will not slumber. Those that are smarter than I am and that can speak and learn the original languages tell me this, that verse 3 reads in the original language more like a prayer or a request. So it would be, it would be better understood as uh, something along this line. May He not let your slip, foot slip. May He watch over you and not slumber. To which comes a firm reply in verses 4, 5, and 6. Indeed, he who watches over Israel will neither slumber nor sleep. The Lord watches over you. The Lord is your shade at your right hand. The sun will not harm you by day, nor the moon by night. This morning, be reminded, church family, our God does not slumber. He does not doze off. There are not points in His day where he is ebbed to the point where he has to take a break, a little nap to rejuvenate himself. Unlike us, who as we go through our day, empty and drain, he does not. His capacity is undiminished. He's at full capability and ability at every step of our day. What's more, neither is there a time that our God checks out. I'm going off the clock now. I'm going home. Every hour of every day, He stands able and willing and invested in our lives to be our help. Waiting for us to lift up our eyes to Him and turn to Him in the challenges and in the struggles that we are facing. He will watch over us. He will guard us in the problems of our day and the problems that come at night. And He will be our protection. Then, in verses 7 and 8, the psalmist brings it in for a landing. The Lord will keep you from all harm. He will watch over your life. The Lord will watch over your coming and going, both now and forevermore. God will keep us from harm. Now that's not to say this morning that He's going to remove all the challenges, that He's going to level all the issues, and that we're going to just be able to skip along through life. We're still going to encounter difficulty. He's told us that in other places. However, we have this confidence 
both that in those challenges and in those issues that He will be alongside us to guide us, direct us, uphold us, grant us peace, comfort in those things. And that whatever they may be, for those of us that do turn to Him, that place our faith in Him, our trust in Jesus, that no harm will befall us that would separate us from the love of God. That there is nothing that can remove us from His care and attention. As we begin each day and as we go out into the world and as we come home at night. Or if you will, as we go out in life and then come home towards our death. He is with us every step of the way in everything. And what's more even than that? The last line. The psalmist says He is with us now. How often we overlook that. It's theory. God's with us. But we don't go to Him now. He's with us now. He's in this now with you as you look to Him. He will come alongside you. And be of assistance and help to you now. But not just now. And not just in this life. But now and forevermore. Now as we come to Him. And forevermore as we trust in Him. And as He gives us eternity to look forward with Him. That's not jeopardized. Ever. He will deliver for us always on those levels. How do we have that assurance this morning? It all sounds so nice, but how do we have that assurance? Well, we know that we can count on Him for that because in our worst and biggest challenge. In our most severe danger of sin, God spared no expense in sending His Son to help us. For our help. For our deliverance. So that as we place our trust in Him, no harm will ever befall us. Let's pray together. Father, this morning, thank You for this time where we can stop and lift up our eyes to You and remember where our help has come from. Lord, we thank You for the gift of Your Son that in our most dire need, our struggle and our, our challenge of sin, a war we could not win on our own, God, that You would see fit to send Jesus so that He could accomplish what we couldn't. So that as we turn and as we place our trust in You, that no harm would befall us that would separate us from You. Thank You for the gift of His body broken on the cross in our, in our place. His blood shed for us, without which there would be no forgiveness of sin. Lord, we remember. And we thank You 
And I pray this now in Christ's name, for his sake alone. Amen. Thank you, everyone, for being here today. Hopefully we'll see those of you tonight at the, at the banquet that are coming. Also, look forward to seeing you next week as we dive into our Christmas playlist. Bye for now.